phasing in and out am i is the oh, is, is, are we are we on a bad acid trip what's so. <laughs> happening can now i can hear you yeah this is an episode about okay. the 60s that was that's weird. true that's that true we've weird. all prepared uh but hey we're here uh it is the top songs of the 60s i'm super excited i bought a terrible shirt from kohl's in advance of this <laughs> and uh yeah you guys ever like looked at something when you're like going about and they're like, that's a super nice shirt. And then I put it on. And the first thing my wife says to me, she's like, this is Freddy Krueger vibes. And I was like, thank I, you. It's not the same I color. But it, Charlie Brown. But... Well, I'm just, I'm happy. It, it actually matches my shoes. I got, I got my, oh, my brown and my shoes. So. Does it match your purse matches also? Brown in your, matches the brown <laughs> in your pants. <laughs> Oh man! But hey, I'm excited. Uh, I didn't have uh, the normal uh, practice. I usually practice um, uh, earlier uh, in the band, and I didn't have that, so I was prepared tonight. I came, I sat down like half hour early, and just ready for it. So, yeah, how you guys no, doing? The way it started totally seemed like we were well prepared for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, if that's man. prepared, yeah. Yeah, this is going to be a good night. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, how's the week been? We had a big snowstorm in between the last uh, show. Yeah, that yeah. was awful. That was I terrible. Loved, it. loved every minute of it. I got to meet all my new neighbors, though, so that was cool. I went That's outside true. with my shovel. People were outside, and uh, everyone was just hanging out. It was like this big uh, neighborhood hangout in the middle of the snow, and it was like negative five degrees, but it was cool. That nice. was fun. Yeah. That seems like really suspicious to me like there might be a cult in your neighborhood so just <laughs> actually i was that. gonna say the same thing happened on my street and actually somebody came over and snowblowed my driveway with me because i only had a shovel too and i kind of feel like i should have done more like after it was over i did my stuff and then i drove away because i wanted to get the cars out of the driveway and everybody was still out helping each other and i was just like thanks and ran off with the car. <laughs> um, thanks yeah, for the help but... suckers <laughs> As you like shovel more snow into their driveway. <laughs> um, but I actually love the snow, especially when it's that much. I'd rather have a huge snowstorm than just that slushiness like we're supposed to get tomorrow. So I'm not not excited about the sleety rain stuff that's going on. But it's going to suck. Nah, yeah. The snow can go kick rocks for all I care. I'm done with it. <laughs> oh, I hate snow. I didn't say I like snow. I'm just saying I get to meet my neighbors and it was cool. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. I, the only fair. thing I like is 
you know, my daughter loves playing in it. My dog likes playing in it. So watching them, you know, uh, run around and, and run through the snow and build snowmen, that's about it. But shoveling sucks uh, big time. And yeah. Um, yeah. I need a snow. I'm at that age now where I'm shoveling and I think I'm going to have a heart attack the entire time. <laughs> like my yeah. chest starts to hurt. I, my, I, it, I sweat uh, through my jacket. Like it's just, it's bad. He, he's shoveling while he still has a bag of donuts. <laughs> <laughs> the donuts were, were my... Were the donuts. My, uh, oh, tell me about the donuts, RJ. <laughs> the donuts were my reward for doing it. I didn't do it beforehand. <laughs> um, you were like, bye guys, thanks for helping me out. And then you sat inside <laughs> eating donuts while everybody's outside shoveling. Looking out the window, too. Oh, <laughs> Uh, well, with the with with the snow, I made the bad. I made a bad parent. Well, it wasn't a bad parent. It was a lazy parenting decision. So as you know, snow came and it was like, oh, it's, it, it was cold this weekend. It was like you know, ten yeah. degrees over the weekend. And uh, Eliza was like, oh, I know she wants to go sledding. And I, I sent her outside in the backyard for a while. She played out there. And then by the time it was over, I was like, let's just go to Dave and Buster's. <laughs> and we went to Dave and Buster's inside, played in the arcade. And that was it. She had a fun time, and I didn't have to go out in the cold. So. It worked out, but nice. Like, oh, she had fun. Yeah, yeah it was a good time. Come over and, and sled in my backyard if you want. That's true. Right we, into the uh, right into the what is it the the Lowe's? The uh, well, that too. But oh, oh my, right into my the kid, Mack truck. My kid just went sledding down our uh, deck stairs because there's so much <laughs> snow and oh, it's wow. all compacted. So he just went sledding down the stairs yesterday. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, good parenting all around. <laughs> I mean, nobody got hurt. He said his hands were cold because they got wet. Um, you know, kid stuff. You know, that's nice. his explanation that he told the doctor. <laughs> he really did go sledding down the stairs. Okay. Well, hey, uh, we're here. We're talking about the greatest songs of uh, the 60s. Uh, so as I said in our uh, uh, preview of tonight's episode, uh, it is three people who did not live through that decade here to tell you the best of that decade. Um, So if you, if you did live through that decade and you're listening to us tonight, please let us know if we're on the right path or not, or if we're completely crazy. Um, I did grow up listening to sixties music. My parents were super into uh, 80s, 70s, 60s, and fifties as I was growing up, obviously, because that's just the only time that had passed to that point. But uh, (laughs) we were, you know, two (laughs) thousands. Yeah. Um, but I just remember owning, my mom had all the 45s, all the records of, you know, a, a bunch of the people on this list. I remember more like 70s, 80s, Partridge Family, Motown stuff. Um, but there is a Motown on here too. So I'm, I'm pretty excited. Um, but yeah, uh, I think we can get right into it. But anything, oh, actually, Andy, can you tell, tell the audience a little bit about what in the world it is that we do here on the podcast? Because I think over the past couple of weeks, we've gotten some new viewers. Yeah, so if you're tuning in for the first time or second time, you're like, I don't really understand what they do. Uh, so the three of us get together prior. Yeah, we, <laughs> we we get our list. We all have to agree that something belongs on the list, which is not an easy task to do. We take our top 16 that we're doing today, and RJ literally throws it into a randomized bracket. And what we're going to do is two songs are going to go up against each other, and between the three of us, we're going to vote on which is the better song, and we'll move on to the next round, and so on and so forth, until we have a final and a winner. So if you think of, you know, if you're a college basketball fan, this is very much like March Madness and, and the brackets. So that's the way we do things. So if you're wondering why 
oh man, these two are like my favorite songs and they're going against each other in the first round. I mean, we didn't choose it that way. It's just Randy, Randy Miser put it in. The, yeah. In the bracket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a throwback. So uh, yeah, our first, our first 11 episodes, I think it was, uh, were without Mike. Um, and I think Mike finally made his appearance in the 11th episode. I think it was uh, maybe top radio rock. 2000s that sound familiar sounds about right um and uh before then before we had a third person uh we would literally randomize the third (laughs) um a tiebreaker if andy and i couldn't decide together so um yeah uh here we are guys this is it it's everything from daydream believer all the way down to california dreaming oh didn't do that oh hey oh hey yeah we're bookending daydreams uh but (laughs) This is it. So let's start right off. We've got Daydream Believer uh, by the Monkees, uh, right? And I want to yeah. hold your hand. Oh, sorry. I'm thinking the wrong thing. I want to hold your hand. So what do you guys think? Daydream Believer versus I want to hold your hand. Beatles versus the Monkees. So yeah. it's like every whatever. That's why I named myself the Andes today because I feel like every single band was just the insert animal or object and that's what your name was like i could be the the phones that's going to be the new generation um i'm going with the beatles i want to hold your hand yeah i think i'm gonna have to go with the beatles myself not that i'm not a monkeys fan but it's the beatles it's hard to compete with the beatles yeah, uh, they're both super catchy. Um, <laughs> I, I want to hold your hand. Uh, definitely more classic for me. Uh, Daydream Believer is good, but um, yeah, I want to hold your hand. Great, great song. Uh, great band, obviously. Yeah. Anything I mean, to say I about like, Daydream Believer? It's one of those songs that, it, as like I've literally listened to this list for the past like week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started skipping this song. It got to the point where I was like, I don't know if I can listen to this every single time. Like, it's cool to listen to once in a while. Um, was super into the Monkees um, TV show as as a kid, all the reruns. Um, when I would stay home sick, I'd watch that. Even if I wasn't sick, hell, the Monkees were on. They were super funny. Um, so uh, that's kind of my take on, on the song. Yeah. Uh, Daydream Believer uh, was originally recorded by the Monkees with Davy Jones. Uh, it did reach number one uh, in the uh, top 100 in uh, 1967. It was there for four weeks. I didn't know this, but in 1979, it was actually recorded again by Anne Murray, uh, who's a Canadian singer. Uh, one of my mom's favorites, actually. I used to hear a lot of her in the house as well. Um, so, again, great song, but you're right, Andy. I was listening to it a lot this week, too, and I... I found that after the first like 45 seconds of the song, I was ready to, to, to turn it. It was like, yeah, it's a good song, but I'm done. Yeah. It, it gets a little sickly after a while. That song, it's a little too uppity for me. Um, yeah. You know, it was the, uh, the last single, they, their last number one single they released before they uh, broke up. So um, I guess this is a fitting time to kick them out of the bracket. Some of my okay. friends uh, who had a band in Connecticut, they actually got to play a couple shows with Peter Tork. Um, oh, who cool. played uh, piano. Um, and they did a couple of, uh, you know, monkey songs at uh, some local shows in Connecticut. It was kind of fun. Uh, but there you go. Beatles, moving on. Next up, we've got uh, I Heard It Through the Grapevine uh, versus I Got You. Uh, I Feel Good. Oh. Um, I Feel Good making a comeback these days on uh, TikTok. 
Um, it's one of those songs they're using currently to scare the crap out of spouses. Uh, <laughs> using uh, using the song just blasting in a room uh, in the beginning. So if you haven't seen that, go check it out. It's fun stuff. Um, but what do you guys think? Oh man, this is actually a really tough one because I like both of these songs. I think I mostly the grapevine was who again? Uh, oh, is this the uh, Gladys? That was Knight? Marvin Gaye. Uh, the, we're doing the Marvin Gaye version. Okay. Yeah, not this the is... California Raisins version, which is the one we should have done. <laughs> yeah. That's how I remember the song. That's how I first learned about this song. What do you got? Uh, what do you got? What do you got? I, I'm going to go with I Got You. Um, and it's, it's, I think it's partly because it's such a timeless song. It's, it's literally making a comeback today. Uh, it may actually be back on the charts because of TikTok. TikTok is known for bringing back songs and making them popular again. Um, and this is just one uh, that that's I'm still singing right now. And I'm thinking of all of the scare tactics <laughs> of that song. So um, I'm going to go with I Got You. Mike, I'm going to make this difficult for you and go with I Heard It Through the Grapevine. Hmm. Uh, I know this has been done by multiple people, but Marvin Gaye's voice is just unworldly uh, and really shows it off in the song. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know Smokey Robinson uh, and the Miracles were the first ones to record. I heard it through the grapevine, but I would agree with you that the Marvin Gaye version is better. But I don't think it's as good as James Brown. So I'm going to have to go with I Feel Good. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about I Heard It Through the Grapevine. This song was uh, released in... um... Uh, 1967 originally um and marvin gaye's version was the third uh version to be released here um but it's become a classic um it was actually inducted into the grammy hall of fame uh back in 1998 and in 2004 it was placed uh, number 80 on the rolling stone list of the greatest songs of all time um so uh, anything to say about i heard it through the grapevine and this is um gay's first number one hit and really skyrocketed his career. Um, yeah, a bunch of people tried to, to put this out prior. Uh, like you said, Smokey Robinson, The Miracles, the, Isley, the Isley Brothers also tried, um, but didn't work. So um, I guess Marvin Gaye originally did it, uh, then did it as well, and they were like, no, it still didn't sound good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I guess they ended up going, going with it, so... I'm a little disappointed it's out, but both both classic songs, so I'm not too disappointed. It has Mike, its anything place. to add? Not really. No, I mean the song the song was big back then. Um, you know, originally it was on his album called In the Groove, and then the song became so big that they just renamed the album, heard it through the grapevine. Um, you know, so that tells you how big of a hit it really was uh, back then. Uh, and it's a great song, but it's hard to compete with James Brown. So it's true. Uh, next up, we've got uh, What a Wonderful World uh, versus You Can't Hurry Love. What a Wonderful World being by uh, Louis Armstrong. You Can't Hurry Love uh, by the Supremes. What are your thoughts, okay. guys? Uh, if I don't choose What a Wonderful World, my Nana will fly back from Florida and strangle me. So uh, <laughs> that's my that's my immediate answer. I want to see that, so I'm going to go with You Can't Hurry Love. <laughs> All right, so you're choosing What a Wonderful World. You're choosing You Can't Hurry Love, so now it is on me. Yeah. Uh, and I am torn because I really do like both of these songs. It's on um, you here. 
Beautiful sweater. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. I, I do like it. It's not, it's, it's not uh, bad, RJ. You beat yourself up. It's a nice, nice yeah, sweater. That's true. Yeah, I like it. Um, I'm I'm gonna go with what a wonderful world as well. Yeah. Um, more yeah. classic for me. Um, it's just a song I've heard probably more than you can't hurry love. Um, but you can't hurry love such a good song too. The Supremes are great. Um, uh, the Supremes is that? Um, I'm gonna sound like I don't know what I'm talking about. Is Diana Ross? Who's it? Is that? It's Diana Ross. Yeah. I don't know why I was thinking Donna Summer for some reason, but um, yeah, totally off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> close. But close. What a wonderful world. Great song. You can't hurry love. Anything to say about that as we kick that out of the list here today? Billboard uh, ranked this number 19 on their 100 greatest girl group songs of all time. Um, the BBC ranked it as number 16 in their top 100 digital Motown chart, which is based just on UK downloads and streams of Motown releases. So major hit. Um, again, it's, it's super catchy, gets in your head. Um, and you know, you just can't hurry love. You mm -hmm. just have to wait. You just have to wait. Mm -hmm. Uh, actually, uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan of the cover of this, uh, by Phil Collins. Uh, which came out uh, many years later. Um, I, I remember hearing that. It was in 1982. Uh, I'm looking that up now. Uh, but that was great. I used to love Phil Collins, love Genesis, love everything he's a part of. Um, and so hearing that song again um, in a different light was pretty good. But I don't know if it beats the original. Uh, the original is is really, really good. I'm kind of sad to see it go, but what a wonderful world is classic. Yeah. Timeless. All right, guys, moving on. Timeless. Timeless. Moving on. We've got Build Me Up Buttercup. Uh, and that one uh, for this one is The Foundations, correct? Uh, yes. Versus Suspicious Minds uh, by Elvis Presley. Uh, where, what are we thinking here? Uh, I'm going with Elvis on this one. Why? Oh, because so I listened to it one time <laughs> a week ago. And for the past seven days, it's been stuck in my head from the time that I go to sleep <laughs> and wake up. Um, man, Elvis Presley, I never jumped on the Elvis Presley train. Um, and I, I know that's going to hurt a lot of our fans. Um, but I ended up listening to a number of his songs through covers from other people. And then I went back and heard, you know, Elvis Presley's versions. And I, I'm starting to starting to get you know, the deal here. So I'm going to go with Suspicious Minds as well. Build Me Up Buttercup <laughs> is a great song. Um, but it for me, Build Me Up Buttercup kind of gets on my nerves after a little while. Mm -hmm. Suspicious Minds, really good, not only really good singing, but the music in it is very, very good as well. I appreciate it a lot. So Suspicious Minds. Yeah, I, I would have chosen the same. I, I, I don't know how Build Me Up Buttercup actually ended up on this list because the more I listen to it, the more I hate it. <laughs> and the last time I remember it being really popular was when um, me, myself, and um, what was that movie? Me, myself, and Irene, Irene came out. I almost said me, Wait, myself, it was and Eileen. So it was something about Mary. That's right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Uh, that was the last time I remember it being super popular. Um, and I hated it then, too. So <laughs> I don't know how it made it on this list. Because it's it's super popular. You know, it's still popular today. Um, I mean, it's a great song. Yeah. I, I I do like I, it. We were definitely on the fence if it was going to make it into our top sixteen. We're definitely going to talk about songs that should have that we all wanted on our list at the end because there's so many. Well, some of my favorite songs did not make it on here. Mm -hmm. Um, but personal preferences. But 
um yeah definitely if you continuously listen to this song you're gonna keep it <laughs> but like the first time i put it on i was like oh man this is such a great song and then the second time i was like all right it's still a great song third by the third or fourth time i was like this is terrible <laughs> um why yeah, it's right. not it's just it's, you just can't play it over and over again it's kind of like that like mike was saying about that other song it's just so upbeat yeah it's, it's like, yeah it's sickening it's yeah it's too um, saccharine so build sure. me a buttercup uh originally came out in 1968 it hit number three um in 1969 on the billboard hot 100 um and it was certified gold pretty quickly uh over a million copies sold i mean it was a, a big hit for the foundations uh like you said something about mary uh it was in geico commercials and it's also used in the la uh, uh angels uh seventh inning stretch for a number of years so um but that's it let's move on we've got brown eyed girl uh versus my girl uh again random sorry the girls are together hmm oh this is this is a tough one there <laughs> this is although brown eyed girl is this the uh what what version did van, we go with van morrison one? van morrison uh my one. girl obviously the temptations yeah not uh, i'm going favorite. with my girl guys that's not it. my favorite temptation song so. no. i don't know how i feel about that uh, i'm going with van morrison on this one. Oh gosh okay this is it. Brown-eyed girl or my girl? Uh, Come on, girl. Which one? <laughs> I, I gotta go with brown, brown-eyed girl. Oh, my word. What? I know. We're kicking the and Temptations off I of know. the 1960s. You have no idea how horrible I feel right List? now because the Temptations. I don't know like, how hard you feel. It was the meme I sent out. There was too many damn Temptations. <laughs> there on. was. Again, not, not, one. not my favorite temptation song. And I had more than one on, on my list as well. I, I agree with Pete's comment here that my girl is too iconic to lose in the first round. Oh yeah, that one, that one, that was a tough matchup. That one should have went a little further. Um, again, it's the random Randy. Randy's doing it again. Randy, Randy's Randy. Tim, um, Tim, Tim, start your own podcast then about <laughs> picking songs. <laughs> I think we should have Tim on the podcast one day. I feel like he would be someone fun to argue with on the show. You don't want to argue with Tim. You know what? It's going to be Tim, me, and RJ. Mike's off. And Guys, it's going to be in the comments. I just want to. I just want to mention a, a, a Duval people. Uh, I'm on your side. I chose my girl. I, I don't understand what happened here either. Uh, Tim is not a dad, uh, but he can be a daddy for the day, I guess. <laughs> Daddy for the day <laughs> happened to me once too. Um, <laughs> be an honorary dad. That's that's something that shouldn't be. Um, <laughs> here, have a kid. Um, all right, let's talk about my girl a little bit. Uh, the... uh, yes, Tim, be careful. This is it depends this is a... if you're good or not. You get asked to come back. <laughs> Sorry to anyone who's listening, but I've just started a civil war in the chat. I know. I apologize. <laughs> Pete, actually, for the fans who are at home, Pete uh, was was a, actually one of the original first-time guests on the show. I think he was in our top Disney uh, mm-hmm. bracket, which which actually was two episodes long. Um, and uh, I don't remember 
uh, Pete, if you can throw it out there, were you on another one or was it just the, the top Disney one? I can't remember off the top. He was on your four, seven podcast as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. He was on the other podcast. Thank you for that. Four, seven podcast available for seven. Can't do seven, but uh, yeah, it's over available <laughs> on YouTube and Facebook and Spotify. That one is an interview one where we interview rock artists, uh, Christian rock artists, actually. Um, and we've had some pretty cool uh, people on it. Um, obviously, as you can tell, cooler than people here like Pete. Um, but <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Pete actually brought some people onto that show for me. Pete, Pete was on our Switchfoot episode uh, over on the 4-7 podcast. So thank you, Pete. I'm ignoring all the comments that are coming up, so I know he's talking trash about me, but that's fine. <laughs> no, Trista says she only started listening when I came on because I'm the only one who Venmos her every Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the you get from doing the podcast. He just sends it over to mm-hmm. our fans. Correct. Oh, man. Please okay, don't we got expect ang- any money. We got angry it faces. Was Oh, we uh, did Pete get angry actually, faces. Oh, boy. Uh, I, I want to throw it out there, Pete. The second highest rated episode on the 4-7 was the other one you were on, uh, which was our 90s rock discussion. Uh, so both episodes that Pete were on uh, scored almost 1,000 viewers uh, apiece. So thank you, Pete, for giving life to my other podcast. <laughs> they love your face, Pete. They love your That's, face. It's true. It's true. You know it's going to be a good one when Pete shows up and the celebrity on this thing goes, Pete! Oh! <laughs> So, anyways, let's move on. Uh, we've got actually, I don't know if we want to talk about, about my temptations. Yeah, I mean, it's temptations, like, yeah, there's so this many. This is their first, so many, the first of four number one hits. Um, also the first number one for a male vocal group on the Motown label. Um, this was another song where Smokey Robinson and the Miracles were involved, they actually wrote the song. Um, I love Smokey so Robinson and the Miracles. Great. What is? I'm missing all these comments. <laughs> There's so many. I'm all just right. trying to click through them and leave them up for like five seconds. So we killed off the Temptations because Brown Eyed Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just had to throw that out there. <laughs> yes, we're we're we've we've essentially alienated half of our podcast here, um, which happens quite often. But this is. Thank you for being so vocal uh, about your hatred for us in this episode. Thank you. Yes. Always appreciate it. Yes. We need we need one of those text-to-speech things on here. So when we <laughs> click on the comment, it just reads it in that weird voice. Like, I'm excited for nieces and nephews. Bring it. No, it'd be nephews. That TikTok voice needs to be on our podcast. Thank you, Tris. That is, yes. <laughs> so, the Temptations. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love the Temptations. Uh, My Girl, I think Andy just said it. It's probably not their 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 best song. Best, Probably one of their, their most famous songs. Um, but, man, they have been everywhere, uh, the, decades long. Um, so many people... Um, you know, are still listening to them today. I love them a lot. It's sad to see them go in this one. Um, My Girl is a great song. I think it was, My Girl is also in the actual movie, My Girl, the 90s, right? Yes. It didn't just have the the actual title, right? Um, but And it also was inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame back in 1998. Uh, and it was ranked number 88 on Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs of All Time. Uh, sorry, Andy, I missed it. Did you mention that this was a callback to Smokey Robinson's song, My Guy, that he wrote the year before? Um, 
No, I did not say that. Which, but... which I think is the same my guy that was in Sister Act. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Ah, interesting. Nice. That's good well, one. next up, we got the zombies. Time of the season uh, versus Unchained oh. Melody by the Righteous Brothers. Hmm. This, this is, is hard tough, because when we first one. made this list, you guys put time of the season on there, and I didn't remember that song. And then I heard it, and I was like, man, I love this song. So That's much. a great song. And Unchained Melody, um, I don't know why, but I had a VHS in the 80s or 90s with some music videos on it, and Unchained Melody was one of them. And I heard that song every day for a long time. I, I wore that VHS out playing music videos all day, every day. I swear, sometimes like I close my eyes and I start to listen to the beginning of Time of the Season and it goes right into Stand By Me instead. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. Which, which Stand By Me is probably my favorite song of the 60s and did not make this list. But um, this is. I'm actually one. wondering how that happened. I think it was Mike's fault, actually. It uh, was, it was Suspicious Mike's. Yes. Yeah. Because I put it on my list too. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I looked at it. I looked at it. <laughs> All right, sorry. Yes. All right. Time of the season versus Unchained Melody. How y'all feeling? Time of the season for me. Okay. I know that's not what RJ is going to pick. Why? Why? Why do you think? Because you just professed your love for Unchained Melody. Yeah, I can't. But I also said how much I love Time of the Season. Now that you've reintroduced it into my life. Okay. Okay. So what do you? But I'm going to choose Unchained Melody. Oh, of course you are. It's because he wants to replay the the ghost scene with me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I like Unchained Melody, um, but there's this there's a newer song out that uses the Unchained Melody theme. uh, Newer song. I don't know how new it is because I'm not hip with the pop music, uh, but it drives me nuts. Um, So I I have to go with Time of the Season because that song. You can't blame Unchained Melody for that. 50 years ago because yes, someone screwed it up today. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. <laughs> I'm a part of this podcast and I have a oh. voice. <laughs> Come on, Archie, talk about the Righteous Brothers. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, I used to it was on a VHS. I used to listen to that song all the time. Uh it came out in 1955. Uh, wait, wait, why is this even on here? Wait, what? What? It was in, oh, the Righteous Brothers re-recorded in the 60s. I'm with you now. Uh, 1965 is the best known recorded by Righteous Brothers. Um, I don't really have much to say. I didn't listen to the Righteous Brothers otherwise, um, but I also didn't listen to the Zombies otherwise. So these are just two one-hit wonders which for is, me. Which is weird because you love Zombies. That's mm. true. That's true. So this should be like right. your favorite band. Of all Except time. for White Zombie. He doesn't like White Zombie. No, yeah. I don't. No. Yeah, didn't think so. He's not. He's All not right. Well, hey, I got nothing else to say. Let's move on. We got uh, "I Want You Back" by the Jackson Five versus "Good Vibrations" from the Beach Boys. This is really hard for me. Yeah, um, as you can just, tell by my name. I was just gonna it's, say, it's not for me. It's "I Want You Back." What? It's "I Want You Back." That's my pick. Oh, I'm picking. We, I want you back. You said it's not for how, me, I, but I didn't. Say I don't know anything. how much more clear that could be. But I'm picking. I want you back. Andy was saying it was not a difficult Archie, let me explain choice. Explain how him. we do this show. <laughs> so we have two two things that go against each other, and then each one of us picks our favorite yeah. between the two. So, all right, I, I, it's it, super Kevin, hard for me. I, I hope the, that was auto correct. The beach. <laughs> 
or your Amazon search history is very interesting. She's given me the excitations. Okay. Um, that, maybe that was the original. Anybody who's listening to the podcast will have no idea. Sorry, happened. people who are listening. You're right. Andy pointed this out that sometimes we laugh hysterically and never tell the people listening at home. Uh, somebody had, had posted instead of good vibrations, good vibrators, um, which very much goes with the song. But um, yeah. So <laughs> good vibrations. Uh, I think uh, Pete said it earlier. So many layers to that song. I love the Beach Boys harmony. Um, it really, um, a lot, it's in my opinion, a lot oh, of the pop yeah. punk emo bands from 2000s and on uh, really learned a ton from <laughs> uh, the Beach Boys and their multi-layered uh, harmonies and music. Um, and so that I, a big part of my life was the Beach Boys. But Michael Jackson, Jackson 5, man, like I want you back. Not, not one of my all-time favorite songs that includes Michael Jackson, but man, you, you have to give it to him. This is a great song. My kids love this song now um what 60 years later almost that's sad to say um so i'm gonna go with that watch you back on this one yeah i would have done the same oh um, man everybody who this is gonna be some some angry people uh <laughs> trista let us know what happens when you type that in Amazon. <laughs> so uh, yeah let's talk about the beach boys for for a little it's bit here you, i honestly <laughs> Personally, I think we could do a Beach Boys uh, episode. Uh, they have so many number one hits, so many hits uh, all together. Good Vibrations being a really, really good one. Uh, this one came out all the way back in 1966, uh, and it was voted number one uh, in Mojo's top 100 records of all time, uh, number six on Rolling Stone's 500 greatest songs of all time. Um, I think Pete said it again earlier. Man, the 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 layers, the harmonies, everything in it, so good. I love the Beach Boys. Anything else to add? So there's a there's a quote here from Brian Wilson. And I'm going to tell you ahead of time. Replace every time I say vibrations with what kept on our screen. All right. So <laughs> my mother used to tell me about vibrations. I didn't really understand too much of what she meant when I was a boy. It scared me. The word vibrations. To think that invisible feelings existed. She also told me about dogs that would bark at some people, but wouldn't bark at others. And so it came to pass that we talked about good vibrations. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just those first couple of sentences. I'm like in my head laughing mm -hmm. hysterically. Um, yeah, the song was super expensive to make too. Uh, $50,000 yeah. to, to make this song. And two months. In, in the 60s. Yeah. Gosh. 50 grand. I don't even want to imagine that inflation. Yeah. I'm going gonna, gonna gonna to look that up. Hold on. Fifty thousand dollars to twenty twenty-two inflation. Uh, let's see, seven hundred eighty-nine thousand six hundred twenty-five dollars. Hot damn! That's a lot of money. Just for us to kick it out of the first round. Yep. Hope your money Sorry. was well spent, Brian Wilson. I mean, they made way more than that off of it. So, oh, I'm sure they don't I'm care sure. about us. They don't care about us. Yeah. There's definitely some um, acid trip vibes going on in this song, for sure. What I'm told. Uh, what I All read. right. 
But hey, moving on, we've got dancing like, in the You know street. when RJ's not paying attention to anything we say. <laughs> no, I heard you. I heard goes. you. Anyway. I just didn't have anything more to add to it. No, maybe and... I did. Okay. <laughs> you wanted to add to yourself? Uh, yeah. Wouldn't you just keep talking? Yeah. So dancing yeah. in the street is... Uh, <laughs> Is this the, did we go with the Vandellas version? Yes. For Dancing in the Street? Okay. Yes. So we got Dancing in the Street, and then we have California Dreaming. Uh, by Anyways, I'm going with California Dreaming, because. Uh... <laughs> 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 oh, oh, boy. What do you got, RJ? I yeah, what you, I, I, what he threw me off. I have no idea what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> you have to pick a song. I'm doing California Dreaming, for sure. Yeah. I would have done the same. Oh, all right. Well, that's I don't. Good. I don't dislike dancing in the street, but I think it was at a disadvantage going up against California Dreaming. Yep. Yep. Andy? <laughs> no. What do you have to say about this song, RJ? I would love to hear your thoughts on dancing in the street. I don't so, have much to say again, at all. I mean, it's a we, good song. Here's how we do the podcast. So when we pick a song out of the two, <laughs> we then talk about the loser of... Yes, but of I chose game. mine and he chose and you didn't. So I was asking Yes, you I did. Choose. I said what right you when, I cut, when I cut you off at the beginning. I said oh, I thought you were just being mean to me. Um, okay, so well, sorry. Dancing in the street. Uh, <laughs> famously covered by the mamas and the papas as well. Um, so technically oh, they won twice. Um, but and uh, written by Marvin Gaye. It, yeah, it's a great song. Um, but California Dream, and like Mike said, it it wasn't gonna win. I think everyone needs to do themselves a favor after this podcast is over, or I can put it in the comments. There's a YouTube video of the Mick Jagger and David Bowie version of Dancing in the Street <laughs> without any music, and someone just inserted squeaky shoe sounds and clapping <laughs> and then whisper singing it's really yes. funny it's yeah. hilarious it it's is. really good so uh martha reeves um who was martha uh, from this group she was a, a secretary at motown um who couldn't get an audition to sing and one of her duties was singing the lyrics to new songs um so the backup singers could learn the words and that is how she got discovered um to sing for motown so yeah go after your dreams kids doesn't matter where you are you and then be noticed. <clears throat> once they hired her for the song she also convinced them to hire her old band back and that's how they became the bandellas as well so it's kind of cool Which, so yeah so like know. if someone comes to me and says andy we want to put you your podcast on there Call your old bandmates, and I'm just going to call Mike. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> RJ is disgusting. He's not listening. <laughs> I am too. I'm just letting you guys talk. I, it's nonsense. All right. So, hey, we are in the top eight now, guys. How y'all feeling? Oh, that was fast. Oh, wait, it, it wasn't fast. That oh, way, 40 minutes. Not, 40 it's minutes. fast because we're wow. having fun. Yeah, is everyone else having fun? That's what I want to know. There's a lot of talking going on, but I don't know if it's fun. Uh, it seems like everybody's <laughs> angry and everyone's threatening us. Yeah, and your family's catching up. It's like a family reunion in the chat. <laughs> hey, I'm bringing the family together. Okay, <laughs> no, next weekend. <laughs> if only. 
the snow won't be melted by then. But anyways, hey, uh, we're in the top eight. Um, we've got I Want to Hold Your Hand by the Beatles versus I Got You. I feel good. Uh, oh. What are you guys thinking here? I'm going to go with I Want to Hold Your Hand right away. Mm. This is where the interesting part of how we do this goes because you can vote for one song originally. Mm-hmm. I guess a song that you didn't vote for. And then vote for that song. Um, I'm going with these two matched up. I'm going with I Got You. Oh, really? I got to go with the Beatles on this one. I got to go right. with the Beatles on this one. Sorry, Andy. I don't know why yeah. I'm apologizing to you. You didn't write the song. <laughs> Actually, uh, I Got I You. Uh, James Brown. Uh, 1965. Uh, I don't have a lot to say about it. Like I said, it's making a comeback these days, which is kind of fun. Um, a lot of people are are listening to that again, uh, but I don't have really too much else to say about it. Anything from you guys? <laughs> um, uh, it was, it's a great. You know song. what's funny is when I'm talking, I sometimes will go off the screen and I can't see the video anymore, and so you guys start laughing at some comment that's come up, and I'm clueless until I come back later <laughs> and I have to read it. I only have two screens and I can't I can't see everything. So I got you um, not originally uh, James Brown song, but it was a reworking of a song called I Found You, recorded by Yvonne Fair and produced by James Brown in 1962. She was one of his backup singers that would go on tour with him. Um, But it ended up becoming one of his hit songs once he reworked it. Um, But he recorded it in September of 1964 and the song wasn't going to get released because it was the rights were split between James Brown and then the song. So the James, James Brown's voice and vocals were on one label and his music with the band was on a different label. So the song almost didn't come out, um, which is kind of crazy. So it took an uh, over a month for the song to be released once it was uh, finally recorded which was kind of nuts. Hey, 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 hey! Do you know that in uh, 2000, <laughs> it reached number 21 on VH1's 100 Greatest Songs in Rock and Roll and number 78 on Rolling Stones Magazine's list of 500 Greatest Songs of All Time. <laughs> Sorry, nice. I, I wish I could uh, mimic his voice. I figured I'd get a little... Well, uh, I feel good. What a wonderful world versus suspicious minds. Oh, man. Oh, boy. (laughs) RJ strategically taking a drink so he doesn't have to choose first. (laughs) I'm going to go with what a wonderful world on this one. Uh, I do appreciate suspicious minds a lot, but uh, yeah, what a wonderful world. Yeah, I agree with you. Ooh. All right, Make Suspicious Minds is, is a really good I, song. Um, what were you gonna say, Andy? I was. Gonna, I this is again another one where, even though I didn't pick it the first time, I would choose Wonderful World. Okay. Even um, Suspicious Minds has been stuck in my GD head for oh, a week. It's so it's so good. The more you listen to it, the better that song gets too. Yeah, and again, originally so, not not know this song which apparently is the chatter of a lot of his songs but um mm. but it, yeah he sang it really 
really great. Um, it's super catchy. You get stuck in your head. Um, yeah, talking about uh, some some suspicion about someone yeah. doing some hanky panky uh, on the side. Not yeah, they should be doing it with <laughs> in the first place. So. And this was well, the we get some good vibrations elsewhere. <laughs> and this was the the first uh, number one hit Elvis had had in years. Um, so I think he had like a seven year drought of you know not having great music. His movie career wasn't doing so well. So when he ended up with this song, um, it ended up being the number one uh, number one hit in 1969. And then he ended up doing a tour in 1970, his first tour since 1961. So <laughs> it kind of uh, brought his career back. Um, and he recorded this song at four o'clock in the morning. It took him three hours to record it, which is kind of crazy also. Nice. Um, yeah. I mentioned earlier that I, I came across Suspicious Minds uh, a, a little later. I'm not a huge, I wasn't a huge Elvis fan, but I actually heard another one of Elvis's songs, uh, The Wonder of You. Um, and I actually heard a cover of it that is still to this day, one of the most amazing covers I've ever heard. Uh, it's actually by The Villagers. So if you want to look up a really awesome Elvis song covered uh, by The Villagers, um, it was on Big Little Lies, uh, which was an HBO show. Um, and, uh, Adam Scott actually, uh, fake sings the song on the show, uh, the, the villagers version and super good. So if you like the wonder of you by Elvis, go check out the villagers. Um, you will not regret it, but, um, suspicious minds, uh, by Elvis is off, uh, of our list. Anything else to add for Elvis? Nope. All right, moving on. We've got brown eyed girl, uh, versus, Time of the season. Uh, Brown-eyed girl. All the way for this one. Yep. Yep, I agree. Sorry, zombies. I don't know what I would have chosen here. I, I, I assume I'll go with brown-eyed girl as well. Uh, I do like both of the songs, but... Uh, do you know I, what I'm the not zombies... If, if they knew about this, they'd probably say, Brains! <laughs> <laughs> Bad! podcast uh. <laughs> sweater yuck <laughs> so this was this song was released um oh, was, time of the season I'm, yes I'm time glad, of the season was, was released and then the the band broke up and then all of a sudden the song got big uh the following year when it broke into the top 100 and uh then they got back together <laughs> and then the song continued to get popular it sold over a million copies and it made its way to number three on the charts and uh that was the end of that they released uh, <laughs> some more music up until 1972 and then that was it Womp, man. Uh, and it was in a Friends episode, the one with the flashback. Oh, which okay. they didn't really play a lot of like actual songs, so no, it's a rarity. You're right but, about uh, that. Yeah, it's interesting. All right, Good well, hey, the last of the top eight brings us to the Jackson Fives. I want you back uh, versus California Dreaming by the Mamas and the Papas. Mm. I'm going with. California dreaming. 
Wow. Is it, wait, are you serious? Are you serious? I'm actually, I'm actually torn on this one too. Oh. I, Jackson five, I thought I would bring all the way to the finals and I kind of want to as well, but California dream, it's a great song. Um, and it does, it does seem more sixties to me than the Jackson five. Jackson five has a seventies vibe for me. Uh, California dream and definitely more sixties. Um, but I'm torn. Mike, do you have any idea? Um, I don't know. Well, now that you say that, I mean, uh, Jackson five, Jackson five, making it hard for me here. Um, such a good, I'm going to go with giving uh, RJ some good vibrations. (laughs) You know what? Here's my, here it is. Here it is. I would choose 100%. I want you back as a better song. However, being that this is a 60s uh, podcast today, California Dreamin' reminds me more of the 60s than the Jackson 5. So for only that reason, California Dreamin'. Wow, RJ is changing the rules. It's an upset. I'm not changing the rules. rules. We're talking about the best 60s song, and this reminds me of the 60s. Um, it's it's just it definitely is a classic 60s song. If I were to think of I Want You Back, immediately I would have thought the 70s, but it came out. Was it 1969 that I Want You Back came out? 68, I think. Yes, it it was 69. October, it didn't top top the hot 100 until January 31st, 1970. So, technically, yeah, you can you'd pretty much consider this an early 70s song. Even though it was released in '69, no, '68. Um, it was released. No, it was released in 1968 as a single. On a, on a, yeah, on a on a different label. So this. Yes. Was I don't, I don't see '68 at all. Where are you seeing this? So and they released it on a local minus. label in Gary, Indiana, in 1968 before Motown picked it up. And That's right. Oh, I do see. No That's way. Right. I still don't. Whatever. But anyways, I'll send yeah. you my notes. This launched their career, obviously. You can't. You it must def- be using my notebook. And, and then after this, no one ever heard of them again, and it was really sad. Yeah. Yeah, whatever happened to those Jacksons? I don't, you know, they're doing their thing, I heard. Um, I heard that Joe guy was, was a great dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my word. Um, wow. Hey, we're here. This is it. Uh, there's so much to say about the Jacksons. I mean, we honestly could go on forever. Um, I was obsessed with the Jacksons, uh, Michael Jackson, a, a thriller, uh, everything. It's just so good. But it, even in the nineties, I think, or early eight or late eighties, they had a Jackson five documentary, uh, that was, uh, like five, uh, <laughs> it was, uh, uh, like five episodes or something like that. And, uh, had boys to men in it, which was, uh, very memorable for me. Uh, can we stop? <laughs> stop clicking on it. You don't have to click on it. I didn't do that. It was Mike. Oh, Mike. Fun, um, fun fact uh, Michael Jackson and I have the same initials and birthday. <clears throat> well, um, that's crazy. Should we do a podcast of like the best, best dads ever? We could do that. <laughs> And well, I mean, we, we can ironically did. choose only the worst. Yes, it'll be opposite day. It'll be the. All right, you know what? That's our April first episode. 
No, that's not best worst dads. <laughs> We're making Andy uncomfortable. Can you think of any other dads you want to throw under the bus currently? <laughs> I mean, Michael Jackson hung his kid over a balcony that one time. So that's true, but he turned what out okay. Doing? A little blanky. You guys don't have to post every comment. <laughs> <laughs> They're funny though. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I might. <laughs> but hey, we are in the top four. Uh, let's just take a look really quickly. We have I want to hold your hand. What a wonderful world. Brown Eyed Girl and California Dreamin'. How does everybody feel about our top four? Um, I'm sorry, I'm so it's very eclectic. Um, yeah, but it, it, I think it's a great list to have there yeah. in the top four. How does everyone feel at home uh, about our <laughs> top four? <laughs> there are people think... chanting dad jokes in the chat. Uh, well, I mean, I think we're ready for them. Um, uh, the logo has changed, oh. uh, which oh. means. And Andy, uh, you are in the top left today, so you get to open us up again uh, for the dad Mike, jokes. Mike, are we at a tie for the? Yeah, season? we're we're at a three-way tie again. We all have eight points. I don't I don't know you how this keeps happening. It's the tie of the season. <laughs> It's the tie of the season. So for those of you who don't know what the hell we're doing and just heard a bunch of fart noises, uh, we each tell a dad joke <laughs> against each other, and the person who doesn't tell the joke votes on which one is the funnier one. Yep. Uh, and right. if you are watching on video, Pete has pointed out the uh, horrible face I'm making in that logo. Uh, that was all Mike. He chose the worst captions for our three faces and <laughs> made a logo I think you should talk about your face now. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, now. Oh, well, I can't help uh, that. And after this, uh, my son wrote us a bonus joke. Oh, I won't man. use it in the Bonus kid joke. Bonus now, what if... kid dad joke. All right. Mm -hmm. That's right. All right. Well, hey, Andy, <laughs> let's start it off. Oh, I have to remember that your kid's watching. Um, <clears throat> uh, he's I don't know what he's doing. So uh, a man is buying a banana, an apple, and two eggs. And the female cashier says, you must be single. The man answers, wow, how'd you know that? And she said, because you're ugly. <laughs> I can't top that. I can't top that. Oh, God. So uh, good. <laughs> I legit like that. So I forgot I had that one. I, <laughs> I have so many questions as to why you're eating broccoli at 9 30 at night, 10 o'clock. Is that your 10 a.m. 10 p.m. broccoli? No, she lives in Seattle. It's still That's too still late for broccoli. It's 7 o'clock. Why are yeah. we eating broccoli so, that late? Mike, do you just want to forfeit this She's round? <laughs> No, 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 no. I need okay. to give the people a joke. All right, I need all to right, give the people another joke that they can tell their friends at work next week. I got called champ. All right. <laughs> You're five years old. I feel like we do need to have her on because she's so mean to me. <laughs> Trista, you missed an E at the oh, end man. of the word. It's artiste. Artiste. Yeah, we should get Trista and your wife together and you'll just be brutalized. <laughs> All right, Mike. Here we go for that. <clears throat> I asked my friend to help me with a math problem. He said, Don't worry, this is a piece of cake. I said, No, 
this is a math problem. <laughs> that would have been good, but because it was up against Andy's, I know. I'm going to choose Andy on this one. Oh, gosh. <clears throat> I, sw- I, I had Tina help me out earlier, and I said that joke, and I couldn't get through it. I just like, <laughs> it's so good. Uh, so uh, Pete, good. every episode is an RJ roast. Um, it's true. It's true. All right. Hey, RJ. Why do scuba right. divers fall backwards into the water? Because if they fell forward, they'd still be in the boat. <laughs> That's a good one. I yeah. don't know. All right. All right. Uh, um, yeah. My wife, she says I'm way too condescending. Oh, sorry. That means I speak down to people. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving that one to RJ because I almost yes. picked that one too. Fuck, was... I lost two. Oh god, I lost two in a row. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh... All right, oh, Daddy Longlegs, is it my? Is it my turn? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I called you Daddy and Longlegs. Guys, I, I had a, I had a hen uh, who could count her own eggs. She's a mathma chicken. Hmm. Whatever. I hate it. Oh, man. I hate it. Hey, uh, my daughter painted her toenails black for winter formal tonight. I told her, I hope you don't run into anyone who's black toes intolerant. <laughs> I, I like hate mine, them both. Mine just looked better in comparison after he told his joke. Can I not give either of you a point you after that? <laughs> All right, RJ gets a point. RJ gets yes! a point that round. Ah oh, man, yes. I should have went with the other one. I did have a backup. I I'm I'm actually I wish I had used it. But... <sighs> Listen, I came in with the heat and I went out yeah. with the fart. Yeah, you did. Jordan, uh, Jordan liked RJ's joke better. Uh, he oh, heard it. Wow, he heard it. Yeah. All right. Well, I picked RJ's joke also. Well, that's true. I had to do with the chicken. Well, uh, what is uh, what is your son's joke? Oh, okay. So my son wrote me a joke to tell you guys. Kid says, can I have ice cream? And dad says, you're screaming for ice cream, you know. <laughs> well, I, I like good. the setup. He yeah. made it up. He made it up. Did you have to read it All like right. that, though? Why? What? what? How else am I supposed to read it? That's how you deliver jokes. Like Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Life uh, <laughs> finds a way. All right. <laughs> Jordan gets the point. <laughs> oh, man. Well, hey, here we are. Uh, we're in the top four. Thank you uh, for another. And thank you for the, the uh, joke, Jordan. Uh, if you guys have any jokes you'd like us to throw on air, maybe that could become a thing. Uh, feel free to comment oh. uh, or, or send us an email. Uh, nice ones. That please. could be bad news. Yeah, they, they well, have to be appropriate. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> we don't just throw them on the screen unless Mike's handling comments. <laughs> Look, man, I'm a socialist. Everyone gets their comment on the screen, okay? Oh, man. <laughs> well, hey, here we are. We're in the top four. Again, I want to hold your hand. What a wonderful world. Brown-eyed girl and California dreaming. Uh, let's start with the left side of the bracket here uh, because that's just what you do. I want to hold your hand. 
versus What a Wonderful World. <laughs> Good call, but Good call back, Pete. No one's gonna. No one's gonna pick anything. Um, I'm gonna oh go with God. I want to hold your hand by the Beatles. I'm gonna go with What a Wonderful World. Oh, all right. So this is on Mike now. Mm. <clears throat> Sorry, Nana, but I have to go with the Beatles. Oh, oh, there it is. Don't. You're gonna see this it don't. live in person here. Oh. You can never watch another no. New Year's Eve ball drop ever again. <laughs> All song. right. I want to hold your hand. Hiding Moving into the finals, shame. the Beatles in the finals. Let's talk about Louis Armstrong. What a wonderful world. The dude is the most famous trumpet player ever. He doesn't even play the trumpet in the that song. List? That's right. What? I said that's right. Listen to I'm commenting on what RJ said. Oh, I, you just said he's the most famous trumpet player of all. Yeah. Like, how big is that list? Like, I, I, can you name five other trumpet no. players? That's I why can name uh, Dizzy that's Gillespie. Why it makes him the most famous. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. <laughs> I mean, maybe the guy in Monty's fan club uh, played a trumpet. I, I don't know. No one in the like, chat. Will Andy's the most is. famous guy from You Dad Me a Hello. How many are there? There's three. <laughs> I mean, oh, man. Right. Well, what a wonderful world came out back in 1967. Uh, it made it into the Grammy or Armstrong's recording made it into the Grammy Hall of Fame in 1999. Um, it rose to number 32 uh, on the Billboard Hot 100, which seems kind of crazy. It should have been number one at some point. Um, but any other thoughts about what a wonderful world or Louis Armstrong before we um, move on? Yeah. There's nothing else like it on this list. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, definitely and even, was, yeah. even for the time that it came out, it didn't sound like anything. You know. So, All right. It, well, hey. Yeah. That's it. Moving on. We've got Brown Eyed Girl versus California Dreaming. Hmm. Um, Brown Eyed Girl. California Dreaming. <sighs> wow. Wow. Oh, I said like that. Wow. Oh, wow. Hey. Wow. Okay. Tried the combos. If anyone gets that joke. <laughs> There's two people in this chat that will get that joke. Well, uh, you're catering to the, to the crowd. <laughs> well, For anyone funny. that doesn't know what I'm talking about, it's uh, when Christopher Walken was on SNL and it was the Continental. Uh, and he tried to be fancy and he just had a plate of combos. Combos. <laughs> 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 um, I gotta go with Brown Eyed Girl on this one. Okay, Brown Eyed Girl, still listen to it today. It's still really good. Wait, I'm sorry. Who did you just vote for? Van Morrison's Brown Eyed Girl. Oh, we're kicking the mamas and the papas out right now. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, now I get to talk about them. So, mamas and the papas. First off, I'm not gonna get too deep into them because there's a lot of incest, but. The Mamas and the Papas, great group. Um, <laughs> oh, you just can't wait, something like that. Yeah, where did, where did that come from? Is that a thing? I mean, 
Is that yes, very much, actually, yes. Um, the mamas and the papas had a lot of trouble with drugs and sex and alcohol. And, and sandwiches. Uh, and they ended up forming a new mamas and the papas, uh, which included his uh, daughter, uh, Mackenzie Phillips. Mackenzie Phillips is the one who ended up going on Oprah uh, back in 2000s to talk about her uh, drug relationship with her dad um, and also sexual relationship with her dad. Um, Mackenzie Phillips also, uh, was on, uh, Disney's So Weird, uh, which was an amazing show in the late nineties on Disney in which she sang a bunch of songs. One of those songs called The Rock, uh, if you want to look it up by Mackenzie Phillips, um, a great, great song, um, in which she talks about, uh, Ireland, which is where her character is from, um, as The Rock, but in, in the same sense, talking about her father, who's also The Rock, um, in, in a very too real um, uh, comparison to her real dad. But um, she talked on Oprah also about uh, doing drugs with her father. Just a, just a crazy, tumultuous time and not just a 60s thing, um, just a messed up thing. So if you want to read uh, just a ridiculous story, The Mamas and the Papas, Mackenzie Phillips, that whole deal. Um, and there's an Oprah um, episode what? out there somewhere. Uh, but Mackenzie. Wild. It is. It's crazy. And Mackenzie Phillips is awesome, by the way. She's also in, uh, for people who are watching, you should remember this, One Day at a Time, uh, which was an amazing show back in the 80s, maybe 70s. Um, and there was a reboot of that um, on Netflix uh, just a couple years ago. Um, so she's still doing her thing. She's had some issues uh, still over the last 10, 15 years, but still kind of staying in the acting world. Um, and uh, so I, 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 I'm sad to see the mamas and the papas go. Um because Mackenzie Phillips, I've just been listening to her for so long. But is, there it is. Did all of that come out as truth? Uh, it is more of, uh, well, I mean, it's all, Mackenzie Phillips like, done a ton of interviews uh, yeah. about it. There's a whole Oprah a episode from her point of view. Granted, um, I, I, I don't, there's, I don't think there's ever been charged. Not, not, yeah, not like, I more so than anybody, like, like, I didn't know that. Like, that's a crazy... I didn't know about the interview either, so I'm just like... Just yeah, like, I, I only... So, I, I the Mamas and the Papas I knew, but I knew Molly Phillips more. Uh, I'm calling her Molly now. That was her actor uh, name. But Mackenzie Phillips was on So Weird, which was one of my favorite shows on Disney. Um, if you remember that, um, she played the mother to the So Weird character, um, and they toured around America um, while the daughter solved supernatural crime, uh, supernatural, uh, things. Yeah, it was, it was a cool and, show. I remember uh, that. Yeah. And she actually sung on the show and I, I used to have all of the songs from that show on a CD. Um, and I actually sing one of the songs to my kids, uh, growing up, uh, by her. Um, so I just, I've always liked her. So when she was on Oprah, I ended up checking that episode out and it was, it's, it's heartbreaking. Um, even without the whole, you know, stuff, I mean, she's just been in drugs for so long. It's just a sad, um a, a sad story but it's good to see that she's still going at it and trying to you know remain clean and such so um she was just on tv for the one day at a time remake on netflix and such but but yeah what going into the final story. sorry to sorry to throw that down <laughs> <laughs> um yeah hey the more you know uh we're here in the finals this is it uh, we do have uh, I Want to Hold Your Hand uh, versus uh, Brown Eyed Girl. Uh, this is a big one. Let's talk about I Want to Hold Your Hand by the Beatles. Let's talk about them. Let's talk about it. It was written by John Lennon, Paul McCartney back in 1963 using a four track. 
mm-hmm. um, uh, honestly, countless number uh, of of singles from the Beatles in which I love. Um, this is a great one. Um, I don't know if it's one of my favorites by the Beatles all time, uh, but it's a great song. It's up there. Um, she Loves You was right before that. Can't Buy Me Love uh, came out right after that. Both great songs. Um, yeah. I don't know. There's not much bad to say. I mean, there's it's such a great, great song, great band. Yeah, it was their first number one hit in the U.S., um, selling over 12 million copies. And it, I think Kevin had mentioned earlier on that this is the song that really started the British invasion. Um, RJ is petting a cat, but awkwardly, like as if we can't see the cat. <laughs> now he's like, yeah, he's like the guy on Inspector Gadget. Talk more about it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the song was absolutely huge um, and really sort of changed uh, rock and roll in the U.S. for the I mean, better, just, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, just watch their appearance on the Ed Sullivan show and you don't hear crowds react like the way they did with the Beatles playing that song. Like these, uh, the girls in the crowd, I'm sure people like fainted, like they were screaming so hard. Um, I, I mean... I don't know. <laughs> they they weren't the best looking of guys, I don't think. Um, so <laughs> maybe of that time, I don't know. But anywho, um, they were good looking for British people. We're like we're like the Beatles of the podcasting world, man. I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're yeah. like we're like okay. We're not like super good looking, <laughs> but like we we're kind of talented. So like we're if you're into dads. You're into yeah. dads. This is the show to be at. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Andy's super uncomfortable right now. <laughs> Brown out of girl. Let's get even more. Just moving on. Let's talk about, <laughs> let's let's talk talk about, about the podcast. Let's talk about Brown Eyed Girl was going to be named something different. <laughs> and was. Um, I was going to talk what, about what was that? I missed that part. It was going to be called, it was actually originally called brown skin girl oh okay uh, about it was talking about an interracial relationship and at that time uh you know it was something they didn't want to promote so um and then this song had a lot of controversy too behind it because of the line making love in the in the green grass because mm-hmm. you can't say that uh, so, well, so he had changed the the chorus of the song from "Brown Skin Girl" to avoid not getting played on the radio, and then the song didn't get played on the radio anyways because of "Making Love in the Green Grass." <laughs> so then it got changed uh, to "Laughing and a Running," Laughin and that's why those lyrics are in the song. Laughing yeah, and running. So there's there's uh, female backing vocals. Um, to this song performed by the Sweet Inspirations. Uh, they were a gospel group, and you could also hear them on Aretha Franklin's Chain of Fools. Oh, so nice. Yeah. Very cool. All right, well, here we are. We're with the Beatles, I Want to Hold Your Hand, uh, and Van Morrison's Brown-Eyed Girl. Uh, where are we voting today? Uh, before I lose, I'm going to go with Brown-Eyed Girl. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i'm i'm gonna go with i want to hold your hand so this is on mic now yeah it's the beatles i don't think anyone's surprised here 
All right. Well, there you go. I didn't. Uh, hold on. I didn't. I had music ready for this. Very there anticlimactic. Was this a dad joke? There it oh, is. God. Like I want to hold your hand. <laughs> We're at the end of the You Dad Me Hello yeah. podcast. <laughs> Thanks for joining us this evening. <laughs> Tom Brady ended his 22 year career this week. And he didn't even thank New England. Oh. <laughs> Mike Andy and RJ at 10 p.m. 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 <laughs> well, there it is, guys. I Want to Hold Your Hand by The Beatles is uh, our number one 60s song. If you have a problem with that, let us know in the comments. If you think we got it right, let us know in the comments. Um, and uh, let's talk a little bit, as we always do. Uh, about the songs that didn't make it but should have. Uh, who wants to go first on that one? So you guys many. go ahead because I forgot to pull I'll, up my list. Hold on. I know me too. <laughs> uh, stand, so stand by me, like I said, is probably. Yeah, I don't know how that um, didn't make it. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of uh, CCR songs that were uh, that should have been put oh, on there. Gosh, like yes. Rising. Um, Your cat is going nuts right now. I know I can I can barely hear because of the headphones, but I'm sure she is. I have two cats, so they're probably attacking each other. Uh, we almost put um, "At Last" by Etta James on there. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. she, that one just missed out. Um, all on the Watchtower, Jimi Hendrix, which is uh, another one of my favorites. Um, Ain't no mountain high enough. Another Marvin Gaye song that that I loved. Uh, Mrs. Robinson didn't make the list, and I'm very grateful for that because that song tortured me uh, <laughs> for most of my life. Um, Otis, but the Redding, sound of silence sitting, is really good. Yeah, Otis Redding, "Sit in the Dock of the Bay." I liked it so much, I had it on my list twice. Um, and still, <laughs> uh, eight days a week by the Beatles. I think I like eight days a week better. Um, so yeah. That's, we didn't have we didn't have any songs from the Who on here. My generation, Who I can see for miles. Yeah, the Who. That's what I said. <laughs> the Who. We didn't Ooh. have my Ooh. favorite Temptation song, "Get Ready," which is a fantastic song. That almost made it. That almost oh, made it. Yeah, it actually it was head to head with "My Girl." We chose "My Girl" with popularity, I think. But Get White Ready's Rabbit, White Rabbit, uh, not on here as well. Uh, no Led Zeppelin. Don't not sure how Dazed and Confused didn't make it on this list. Um, you know, that's a Good pretty vib- popular song. Good vibrators was not on here either. <laughs> Good vibrators did not make the list. Uh, yeah, uh, for me, I have a ton that didn't make it on here. Uh, other Beatles songs: Hey Jude, uh, Can't Buy Me Love, uh, Eight Days a Week. But then uh, another Elvis song: Can't Help Falling in Love uh drifters this magic moment under the boardwalk hooked on a feeling by bj thomas um and then uh one of my favorites um would have been um uh i already forgot it hold on sorry oh uh frankie valley and the four seasons with sherry and can't take my eyes off you uh frankie valley and the four seasons is one of my favorites uh of all time they're so good um we had my boyfriend's back by the angels on our mm-hmm. list originally we did end up kicking that off towards the mm-hmm. end uh the beach boys mm-hmm. wouldn't it be mm-hmm. nice god only knows mm-hmm. i get around mm-hmm. um and then uh other monkeys i'm a believer 
Will You Love Me Tomorrow by the Shirelles. Um, and The Lion Sleeps Tonight by the Tokens uh, was another one I had. And then Happy Together by the Turtles. Um, uh, that's a good song, too. I, yeah. I, so, I definitely think this is one that we can definitely revisit um, maybe next yeah. season in our remix. That's true. Yes. We have not uh, solidified next season, but we're talking about doing some sort of remix in which we would revisit some topics that either um, just had so many that we could talk about still like this one, the 60s for sure. Um, I also think it could be a fun one to to maybe even redo some of our past mistakes. Maybe you know we, we, we look back and go, man, that should not have won. Um, and so, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about that. We're only about halfway through season three, I think, at this point. Um, uh, but it's looking to go in that direction, I think. Um, guys, uh, I don't think there's anything else to talk about with that. But next week, we Can are meeting next joke? Thursday. Uh, what is it? Can I redo my bad dad joke? <laughs> <laughs> um, we do have next week um, top movie sequels uh, of all time. Uh, that one is uh, looking to be pretty good. We've got a list right now of 19. We've got to shove down to 16 which we'll be doing right after this. But just think uh, the best movie sequels, uh, sequels that are that are considered good. Um, you know, uh, uh, I'll throw one out there that's on our list right now. Um, you know, something like, uh, let's see, Ghostbusters 2 uh, is currently on the list. I'm not sure if it'll stay there, um, but it's on there right now. Um, and then The Dark Knight uh, is another one. So if you like some of the, uh, the sequels to movies, uh, be sure to check it out. Maybe come with your own. Uh, throw it up on our on our Facebook uh, or YouTube comments. Uh, anything that you might be looking forward to for the best sequels of all time. Yeah, and sequels as in just anything after the first one. Yep. Uh, yes. Just, just not the first movie. Yeah, so it could be the 19th Halloween movie uh, <clears throat> <That's right. laughs> or the, the 13th, uh, Friday the 13th. But Sleep uh, Away Camp 4. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, hey, that's it. I'm excited about it. We're going to meet next week for that next Thursday at 9. Also, this Friday, which is I think is tomorrow, uh, last week's episode will be up on YouTube and Facebook. I'm um, sorry, YouTube and Spotify, anywhere else you get your, your podcasts. Um, Sister Act 2, actually, I... We have that on our list. Originally. No, that's not on the list. I feel like I'll add it to mine. I oh, like it God. enough. It's a good it's one. Good. Is that the one that had was Sister Act two the one with Lauren Hill, or was that Sister Act one? 